Anne-Marie Miller will be the keynote speaker for ISC 2014 in St. Louis, Missouri this summer. But today, she's here in Memphis to talk with us. Anne-Marie Miller is just a really nice person. Thanks for coming by the Shelby World Headquarters and meeting with us today. You didn't have to do that. That's just really nice of you. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. All right. Now, I know you're from Franklin, Tennessee. So what are you doing here in the Memphis area this week? Well, my husband and I, this weekend, we had the opportunity to minister over at High Point Church in Memphis, enjoy some great barbecue, and just uh, just get to minister to students and parents, open up some conversations there, and just enjoy Memphis. And thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Anne-Marie, can you tell us a little bit about your family background and how that contributed to some of the ministry work that you're doing today? Well, my dad was a pastor growing up, so I grew up in small rural churches in West Texas. And over time, I saw how ministry kind of took over our life as a family, and it really burdened me, even back when I was a child. So as I entered in the ministry world, I knew I had to be careful a little bit about boundaries and, and the, the toll that ministry can take on leaders. And it's just really become a passion of mine to make sure that leaders stay healthy in ministry. I think I read in the Barna statistics that over 70% of pastors are so stressed out that they regularly consider leaving the ministry. So why is ministry work so stressful, especially to the minister's family, and what can be done about that? Well, I think there's kind of two answers to that question. The first one is a little bit more practical and tangible. Ministry is just hard work. It, it takes a toll on you. It's 24-7, there's never a time where you can just shut off people's needs and, and people need help all the time. So there's that demand, but I think the primary answer to that would be that there's an enemy that's out to steal, kill, and destroy, as John 10.10 says. So while we're out ministering, being the hope and the light to the world, there's, there's someone knocking on our door trying to tear us down. And um, I actually wrote a book, Mad Church Disease, which kind of addresses these issues. And there are the statistics, which there are so many about ministry and burnout. But I think um, as we stay healthy, as we fight off the enemy, the other side of John 10, 10 says that you know Christ came to give us a life abundant, a life full and overflowing. And that's the hope that we can minister out of and the abundance we can minister out of to other people. So what subjects do you write about on your blog? And can you tell us about a topic that you covered that got a lot of reaction from some of your readers. I do write about a variety of things, but I think they kind of all have an overarching theme, and, and that's just our, our brokenness and how God redeems that. And probably a few years ago, I wrote this question, just one question blog, and it said, what's one thing you feel like you can't talk about in church? And the response was just completely overwhelming. I thought maybe just my mom read my blog and maybe a handful of friends, but we had 500 comments within just a couple days, and it just kept going and going, getting viral almost. And it just, it resonated with people because the church should be the safest place for us to talk about things. And yet a lot of people feel like it's not. And I believe that blog question led to your next book, Permission to Speak Freely. Can you tell us about that book and what you learned about going first in conversations? So we're all broken. We're all messed up and we all need Jesus. Uh, that's, that's kind of it. But yet we want to hide when we have those questions or we feel that fear. And I learned in my own life that I had a friend open up to me about the places where she was broken. And when she did that, I immediately felt like I could open up to her and get some things off my chest. And she gave me the gift of going second. So it's always hard to go first. It's always hard to say those awkward words. And you don't know how someone's going to respond. But it makes it easier for someone else to confess something that maybe they're carrying inside. And that's a really important gift to give. 
Well, hundreds of ISC attendees will be joining us this summer in St. Louis from ministries all over the world, and I know they're looking forward to what you have to say as the keynote speaker. Could you give us a brief preview of some of the subjects you'll be covering at this year's conference? My heart for people that are in ministry that are working so hard to do kingdom work is we need to find and restore our joy. We need to rest. We need to recognize that God has done so much for us um, that we can we can sit and, and just be in His presence. And just exploring those topics of of what it's like to refresh and to still work really hard for God, but in essence, recognize the work He's done. So we're sacrificing for Him, but it's through His sacrifice that we're able to do that. So really, it's just about refreshing and, and having joy and, and loving serving others. In addition to your keynote speech, you're going to be leading a couple of breakout sessions there at ISC. What topics are you going to cover in those classes? The first one is based on my book, Permission to Speak Freely, and it discovers why we feel like we have to hide from God. Why do we have to hide from others? And the church is the safest place to talk about these things. So, so why do we feel like it's not sometimes? And we'll explore how when we live transparently, how much freedom comes from that. And the second one is about just community. And I read a statistic that just came out that the Barna Group did that said 5% of church attendees go for community. Just 5%. So, so why is that? And, and what is true community? What does that look like? What are some of the values that are behind true community? Anne-Marie, we just really appreciate you taking the time from your busy schedule to come by and talk with us today. I believe the conference attendees are going to receive a real blessing by hearing your message of grace and restoration. Is there anything else you'd like to say to people who may be considering coming to ISC 2014? Absolutely. I think it's going to be a great place to learn. I know there's lots of classes and lots of opportunities just to expand skills and knowledge, but I think also it's it's a time just to take a break and to refresh, to reflect, and to learn from each other. Just be with good people. And I'm just really looking forward to spending time with you guys. Uh, I'll have some books. I'd love to meet you. Sign your book if you want to. It probably will lose value on eBay if you try and sell it. But uh, I would be happy to do that and just uh, just relate and, and talk about this ministry that we do together. Um, I just had a book come out, Beating Burnout. It's a, a, a short devotional that kind of will help maybe even prepare you for this conference and it helps you rest and think about prayer and spiritual physical relational and emotional health and and how those look when when we're trying to get healthy and stay healthy in ministry so you can find out more about that at beatingburnout.com we are so excited to have Anne Marie Miller as our keynote speaker for ISC 2014 in St. Louis Missouri if you'd like to learn more about it just visit the website that you see there on the screen and here's one more word from Anne Marie as we get ready for the conference this summer if we had all of our stuff together if we weren't broken, why would we need the cross? Why would we need Jesus? But we do, and we have to tell that story. We have to get that story of rescue out there to a hurting world that wants that hope and that wants that rescue too.